Hey guys, just wanted to share a message from our sponsor. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. Anchor gives you everything you need in one place for free, which you can use right from your phone or computer. The creation tool allows you to record and edit your podcast so it sounds great. They'll distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard everywhere, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many more. You can easily make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's anchor.fm. I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. I'm adjusting because I feel like there's a light in my mirror and it might be messing things up. But, you know, it's all life and life on stage. Is that, is that distracting, that little light in the mirror? Brilliant yeah. start to the episode. Um, you're hosting a podcast, Sean. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm, that's, I'm being, I'm being real and honest. I wasn't like, I wasn't. Uh, I actually was knowing that we were starting. Oh, okay, we're just teasing you, friend. Oh, um, all right. If I, honestly, then if you want me to honestly answer the question, I thought that behind you was like a, a bar space, not a mirror. So Ooh, you know, you, if you learn, it looked an like an illusion. empty. Yeah. Well, let's get to what's important. I'm scruffy because of a part. Uh, so that's why, excuse me, people who are watching on YouTube and I'm going back, uh, to comfort, going comfort sweater. That's the look I'm going for today. What do you mean you're scruffy because of a part? I'm scruffy because I have a self tape that mm. is required to have a beard. And so I'm trying to do that. So that's why I'm scru- scruffy, but I will get into that in Sean's week coming up, but I'm so excited, uh, because as always, Miss Phenomenal is here. Very excited. I'm very excited and, to be here. But it's been a couple weeks. Mr. Fontabulous is in the house back with us. So happy to have you, sir. I know. I'm really happy to be here, too. I want you guys first to know that I have been listening to the show. I okay. consider acting class weekly for the rare times I can't make it essential listening. Um, but I, uh, as you all know, there's uh, this little global pandemic happening right now. And the troops have it been happens. a little bit. Um, we've just been rallied to different areas of uh, keeping the ship afloat. But things are going really well at AfterBuzz. I've just uh, adopted a couple more responsibilities. So, so if you have been listening, Jeff, what was the last word that we said uh, two weeks ago? Just curious. Yeah, just Journey. Curious. Journey. Thanks for talking. No, no, no. We'll talk after. I mean, geez. obviously, we, uh, by the way, a staff meeting immediately. After. Immediately. <laughs> Zoom meeting. Zoom meeting immediately after. Uh, okay, so you guys need to know, I dropped this, a hint of this crazy story of this TV show I was on very early in my career in the early 90s. In a certain, I forget which episode it was, and Miss Phenomenal, Mr. Fantabulous went nuts. They said, how dare you drop just this little morsel of, morsel of goodies on us and not let us chew on this delicious meal that he that is this crazy journey in the tv story i'm telling today so i am serving you a passover today roxy a fantastic passover meal honestly when i when i saw the rundown for today's show i legitimately thought to myself this must be because it's passover this is a true blessing this is a a blessing to you uh, it, it's taken a while to get there, but all you know, good things come to those who wait. And I have never, I mean, we have had major stars on the show. We've had crazy breakthroughs, <laughs> but never, ever has oh there goodness. been 
uh, anything that you've talked about that Jeff and I have responded to no, in the way we so responded viscerally. to when you casually dropped this role yeah. that you played. Yeah. Uh, I cannot wait for this episode. I saw it and was like, this is a gift from above. It- I said it. I said to Jeff this morning, I said, I don't feel I can just get through this easily without you guys. I know, especially you, Roxy, will just be, you're going to be so curious about every aspect of this. This may be a two-parter. I'm warning everybody out front just because because uh, I started to go through my journey and I went, oh my God, there's so much here. It's just nuts. Um, and the funny thing was also this warning, Mr. Fantabulous uh, was like, listen, I think I'm going to be there today. And then as soon as he got the breakdown, he's like, yeah, yeah, I kind of have to be there today. I have Honestly, to. you're only he was. here he because was of you saw what the topic was. Yeah, you, you may or may not be right. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. But uh, but before we jump into that, as always, so guys, uh, there's not going to be a story from the set this week because this whole story is basically a story from the set. Can um, I quickly ask before you dive in, Sean? I didn't realize it was Passover. First of all, Roxy, happy Passover. Thank to you all so of our much. Jewish listeners, happy Passover. Do you yes. have a Zoom Seder plan tonight? Uh, great question. I'm doing a Zoom Seder with my family tomorrow night. We are surprising Grammy and Popo based uh, on tech stuff. We have we could not do it tonight, but Passover lasts many days. So yes. um, we are able to do it tomorrow night. And it is going to be uh, all of uh, their, uh, Grammy and Popo's children and all of the grandchildren. So wow, that's a lovely thing. Beautiful. But we are doing what is called matzah and manischewitz because it's better, uh, quicker than everybody having to make brisket and do all that. Sure. So basically just wine and the easy stuff to buy at the store. Nice. Uh, but I'm, we're very excited about it. I appreciate you asking me, Jeff. I tried to earlier on my stream explain the story of Passover. I miserably failed. Uh, I should have kept it simple. I was like- Ten Commandments. Ten Commandments, Charlton Houston. Yeah, but you know, because the, the, there's the whole part with the Moses and the, the slaves. And then I talked about the dipping of the- of the. The bitter the herbs and the herbs and the and the bone. unleavened bread. Yeah, the, yeah, but it just got really messy. There's a lot going on. So uh, I will say that you'll probably on. probably have an especially resonant Passover because if I remember right, one of the plagues that your people dealt with was sickness, right? Yep, uh, it definitely does. Uh, it definitely does ring true to this time. Yeah, um, yeah. A, lot of, a lot of the things do actually, um, even like death of the firstborn, you know, there's a lot of yes. uh, metaphors that feel like. Uh, well, crazy. to all of our I'm many a, Jewish listeners, we yes. wish you happy Passover. And Thank uh, you so much. that's, uh, I, my ex-wife was Jewish. And one of the things I miss most is Haroset on uh, Passover. You don't have to miss it. You could participate. What do you mean? What do you mean? What do I mean? Well, I'm going to, I'm going to, I mean, I didn't go, I didn't go buy the stuff to make it or anything like that, you're but you're right. Actually, what uh, do you mean? Oh, yes, I, your ex-wife is the only one who can make it on the planet. You are screwed. That is good. Yeah, but, but I was with her for a very long time and I'm, it's hers. Do you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. I've tried other Herosit and I've, I really don't Ooh, like it. Nothing compares. Nothing compares, compares to, to Jew. To Jew. That was better. Way better. Mm-hmm. Sorry to put you like in that position. But before we start, we have to go, you know, uh, it's going to be the excitement of the story you're getting in the Sean's week. That's mm-hmm. the vibe. Okay. Ready? One, two, three. Sean's, Sean's week. week. Ooh, there was a big smile on uh, Roxy's face, and, uh, and I never, I never get to see Mister Funtabulous and his physicalization of the Sean's week, and it was very fun to see it. He was, he was doing the big 
cheering, excited version, and Roxy was just doing like the blessed, the washing over. Wait, quick the follow up to what, to what you just said, Sean. Yeah. Physicalization, is that a word? Physicalization, yeah. That is? Physicalization is a wow. word. Does it sound Isn't weird? It? I don't know. Does it sound weird? Physicalization? I Physicalization, I, I'm, I'm in, I'm in on it. I do yeah. know what you mean Mr. though. Mr. Fantabulous. Okay. I, I, I really think it is. I'm going to be very good. embarrassed if it's not. No, you are probably. Physicalized. The physicality of physicality. physicalization. Hmm. No, you're probably right. It's probably physical physicality, not phys- physicalization. I don't know. No idea. All right. Well, let's get into my week. Okay. I had, uh, like I said, I'm, I'm doing a big self-tape for a very big franchise. That's it. As you guys know, we can't talk about anything. Um, very, but I actually just shot it, turned it in. I guess I was saying I was going to, but I, but I'm, I did it. Um, and then I have another thing where I have to be scruffy. Uh, so I'm just keeping it, but I was very proud of it. Of course, Amy directed, uh, very tough on me as always. Um, it's lucky that your director lives with you. Yeah. Yeah. It was great. She did a great job as usual. Sean, um, I would think you'd be in a pretty small class of actors who are actually getting auditions right now. Uh, yeah, I'm, I guess. I, I don't, I mean, there's not a lot. I mean, I had one last week, one this week. Okay. So, I, I mean, actually know a, a good amount of actors that are getting auditions yeah, right now. I think they are, yeah. Because That's heartening. I think yeah. that people know that productions will be happening. Yeah, but so they a lot of them as well are, get this out of the way. Sean, I'm assuming with yours too, but you can correct me if I'm wrong, but a lot of them are for already established properties that the the next season will be happening. We just don't know when. Right, right. Um, I did tell you about my new student that I got on this, from this podcast. Lisa, we had our first class last last week. It was very cool. Shout out to Lisa. She always listens every week. Um, uh, TikTok's going well. I did my first quarantine con or third quarantine con last week. Amy actually worked with me again on that and it was really successful. People just had a blast and were thanking me saying, thanks for doing this. So, you know, I had weird feelings about it, but I did half off and, and they appreciated that and I appreciated it too. So it was a blast. So that was really cool. So if you go to TikToks on Fridays, 2.30 Pacific time, I'm live and I do signed autograph photos and answer questions. It's a really good time. Um, and then these casting directors, speaking of, that aren't doing projects, they want us to send in, sorry, that's my mail, I don't have to turn that off. Um, we couldn't the, hear it. Oh, good. Uh, the um, uh, casting directors are asking actors to shoot just some monologues to reacquaint themselves with us. So I'm actually writing my own dramatic monologue. People know that I can do comedy. Wait, can you explain that again, Sean? They're just asking. They said, Who? hey, we'd like to casting directors. Just a group of like just random. Several casting directors are saying we'd like to get reacquainted with people we haven't seen in a while and to just look at some tapes and just keep, you know, our eyes and ears fresh on what's going on. So I said, is this something for me or is this for beginners? And they said, no, it's for anyone. So my uh, management said, sure, do it. But I'm making the choice because everybody knows I can do broad and funny um, that I'm going to do a very subtle, quiet, kind of poignant scene that I'm writing myself. Wow. So, yeah. John, when you finish it, can you share? Are you going to be able to share it with us? Sure. Maybe? 
Sure. Wow, that'd be awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. It's, it's going to be very cool. So that's kind of what's been going on. And my sketch class is starting up again, and we're going to try to create content specifically for Zoom so we can film it. Um, I, ha I have an idea that I actually don't think I'm going to share out loud right now uh, that we're going to work on kind of a serialized Zoom thing um, with all of us. And uh, that's going to be starting up soon, too. So I'm very excited about that. So, so a lot going on. But listen, guys, it's hard. It's hard to get up. And, you know, I mean, just everything seems to be taking longer, like getting out of bed and like getting things done just seems to be slower. I don't know what it is. Are you guys experiencing that at all? I think Roxy and I, I don't want to speak for you, Rox, but we both feel um, enormously grateful right now because we have jobs and that's not yeah. true for most people. But I think the flip side of that coin is that at, I, I don't want to speak for you, Rox, but I feel like I've never been working harder. I have literally never worked as many hours as I am working currently. Wow. Yeah. So uh, I'm, the, I'm the bum. But but I do hear you, Sean, about it is more challenging. Like yes. I do I do feel like I'm doing so much right now, but um I'm also fighting this voice in my head that's saying like just chill, rocks. It, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pandemic, hang out, you know. Like I haven't been drinking or anything. Like it, sure. the voice in my head is like, have that glass of wine at four p.m. It's okay, rocks. And then yeah, yeah. The other part of me is like, no, keep your job, Roxy, or you cannot live. Uh, yeah, this yeah. one wins for now. Yeah, always, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I, I mean, that. I there's like a I have a semi structure, but I could be more structured. It's always harder when you're, uh, you know, it's. Uh, something that doesn't have an urgency, like an immediate urgency, you know, obviously those yeah. things are easy, but things that I should be doing, it's just harder. So I'm just, I'm not saying I'm not getting a lot of stuff done. What I'm saying is I feel for people who are having a harder time being motivated. I totally agree, Sean. And I think there might be a bit of greener grass syndrome for a lot of people right now where like, you know, the 5% of the time where I'm like, does it sound like it'd be nice to like be able to just sit down and watch a binge show? Yeah. All those people who have the time to do that now would love jobs. And of course, yeah. we could be in the hospitals on the front lines right now. Exactly. So I think um, I there's a lot of different experiences happening right now. It's going to be very interesting to see how we come out of this and just kind yeah. of the stories that we the hear. The new world. What will, what will, what will it, that look like? 9-11 changed a lot. What will this change? And know? in relationship to this show, how that will affect not just the industry, because we've talked a little bit about that, but the actual art that's being made. You know, right. the choices, you mentioned 9-11, Sean, but the choices that people had to make after 9-11, uh, you know, friends deciding not to write that into their show people saying you guys are a show that takes place in New York city. How is this not going to be mentioned? Right. Adding their comedy. So not to, not to mess with it um, as opposed to other shows that did feature it. And prominently um, it will be interesting to see how this affects characters, TV shows, movies. Um, yeah. Of course, this is going to make its way because it's a, it's not only just a global pandemic, but it's also uh, it's something that I think is going to be featuring featured in pop culture for decades to come. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, and uh, we'd like to entertain you for decades to come. Mm -hmm. So uh, the only way we can do that is with your participation, Roxy. How long were you thinking about that one, Sean? I literally spit that out right now. I no, swear to you God. didn't. I, I swear to you. Well. I swear to you. 
So you guys have been amazing um, and you've always been amazing, but especially during this pandemic, uh, there's been so much love for the show. And I, I think it does it does help that we've had uh, some pretty baller guests on. Brandon Trost was amazing in his two-part episode. Yeah. But I wanted to shout out you guys who have been shouting us out via Apple Podcast and YouTube and writing comments and, and um, giving us five stars and a thumbs up and subscribing to our network. You guys are amazing. And the reason we're able to continue doing Doing this show so I looked on last week's video and just quick shout out to Tom who said awesome content you deserve more subscribers we appreciate that if you're not already subscribed then make sure you go do that it's just a click of a button and then you'll never miss an acting class weekly uh, and I also wanted to share with you guys the story of somebody that Jeff I know you know Sean I don't know if you know this person um, but we have a dear friend somebody who used to intern for AfterBuzz named Megan Lynn who sent me the nicest text about acting class weekly what listened to every acting class weekly at least twice i love it so much oh my god Uh, somebody who wants to be a host but she also wants to be an actress and um she has these two major passions kind of similar to myself Mm -hmm. and she was acting me uh, asking me about acting classes and what she could be doing and she was like and before you mention it i already have been listening to the show twice every single episode wow Uh, So I thought that was pretty incredible. And Sean, I know you talk about the students that you get from this and people who tell you they're listening, but then uh, I I wanted to give a shout out to Megan because she's a really phenomenal talent. And I love that she's been listening and taking notes and uh, that's pretty amazing. I know. I'm very, uh, I, it's I, that always blows me away when you read those. So I'm very yeah, it's very incredible. Grateful. It's incredible. So I'll give more shout outs next week. So make sure you guys uh, leave a comment wherever you are. If you're listening on podcast or if you're in the YouTube, I go to both places and uh, I try to get to everybody who writes something. So it, it means the world to us. And also it legitimately helps other people find the show, which is really important for us to continue to grow and be able to bring the show to you guys in this crazy time that we're going through. So thank you guys so much. Uh. Thank you very much. I cannot, uh, I, I don't know what to say. I know when we started this, I was hoping to get a few people every once in a while tuning in. So it's, it's very it's crazy. Um, it's yeah, crazy. It's, awesome. it's crazy. Um, all right, let's do this. Let's jump into now what we're talking about is a TV show that I did in the early nineties, uh, called in 92 called the amazing live sea monkeys. It was a live action kid show based on the popular uh, little thing you could get in the back of comic books that you would sprinkle in water and they'd be sea monkey. They're actually brine shrimp, actually. Um, this is a- You're talking about they look like little sponges, right? Yeah, kind of they float around, but they were in the back of comic books. But um, so this was a show called Amazing Life Sea Monkeys, Howie Mandel, live action, the Kyoto Brothers who did Killer Clowns from Outer Space. I was thinking we could easily probably get one of the Kyoto brothers on here for one of these. So hopefully, hopefully we can. So I got to give you some context. I was a big, big, big talker, believe it or not. And I was going to ask my now ex-wife to marry me. And I decided not to tell anybody, which is crazy because at least my mom, I would just vent to or whatever. I just needed to get stuff out. So I kept it all in, went on this trip to London and Paris had my first ever panic attack just because everything was like happening to me uh, at once. And I was keeping all this stress. You're talking about in 92, you went on a trip. 92. Yeah, this is, so I'm giving you context. So context prior to you shooting. Prior to me shooting the show. Okay. So I had this anxiety attack and I came back. Um, We were getting married. My 
step, uh, my father-in-law was deathly ill. It was all going on at once. And then my agent called and said, there's this series regular they want to see you for on this kid show called Amazing Life Sea Monkeys. And I was like, yeah, that's fine. She's like, yeah, but just letting you know, it's fully prosthetic. Now, prosthetic makeup is the kind that you use for creatures and things like that. You're, you're covered um, to a small degree. You know, I guess Worf, right, on Star Trek had some on. Some people have, are completely covered, like Planet of the Apes. They're completely covered. But that's Shape called prosthetic. Water. Yeah, yes, that's prosthetic makeup, okay? So as soon as she said this, and I am claustrophobic, I went, oh, hell no. And she goes, what do you mean? She goes, it's a series regular. They're definitely signed up for at least 12. And I was like, oh, well, series regular money back then was like ten to $20,000 or $20,000 or something. And I thought, well, this is, that would be really helpful, especially I'm getting married and the whole thing. Um, and people are, go like, oh, that's exorbitant. But you have to understand, we only work for those 10 episodes. We can't work for the next eight, 11 or 10 months. You're talking you know, about, Sean, per episode or for the entire Per run? episode, per episode. But then she called me up and said, oh, it's actually not that. It's Saturday morning. It was only a few grand per episode. And I said, yeah, but still, when you're living lean like an actor for so long, a few grand a week is a lot of money. Well, so, and I would think too, Sean, just booking a series regular in general is like a big career milestone, right? Uh, but when you find that it's on Saturday morning and they can't see your face at all, then that's what I waited against. And I thought, okay, this is crazy. So she just said, they love you. They're fans of you. Just go in. And I, because I went in and had no thought at all to, to be in this show. So the whole concept was a the three sea monkeys are, are created and brought to life in a huge form by a wacky scientist who was Howie Mandel. And uh, the audition was to find a vibe of a Laurel and Hardy, Three Stooges, kind of classic slapstick vibe. So they gave us just totally improvised things to do. I can't remember. I just remember it was a warehouse up by Magic Mountain. And I was just physical and wacky and just whatever because I just didn't care and I was never going to take the show anyway. But Sean, you have no nothing on your face. They don't get like no, other props no. or anything. No, it's, nope. no, it's okay. just all fun physical and chemistry between the other actors to see if we get along. Oh, so they, immediately your first audition was chemistry with no, the no, 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 no. But they, they just put in groups, oh, groups because they wanted to see if you could play with other people, not a chemistry read, which mm -hmm. we haven't really talked about. Um, right. but a chemistry read is when you're much further down and they're doing final pairings or groups. This is just loose groups and to see how you work with others, kind of thing. And I, and they love me and kept coming at me to be in the thing. And I was thinking, man, I'm about to get married. I need to make money. This would be good money. I don't know if I can do this because of the prosthetic. You know, I, and I just started having anxiety attacks for the first time in my life from two months earlier. And so I thought, you know, it was a very difficult decision to make. But my agent said, listen, like you said, Jeff, she said, it's still a series regular. And I said, I know, but she goes, but it's still, a, we can say now out loud on the phone, He's a series regular. 
She goes, it's just a good thing to say. Sean, what point in your career were you at when you did this? Had you shot the commercial that got milk? No, so you, this so... was 90, 92. So I'd done People Under the Stairs and it didn't do for me which I, I thought it would. Um, but I didn't know how to capitalize on it then. Back in that day, we didn't have social media and everything like that. If you wanted to capitalize on something like that, you had to spend five to 10 grand on uh publicist and I couldn't afford that so, so you had done some stuff but you hadn't done some stuff but I yeah hadn't broken the milk commercial yet that that would come a year or so later so I did need a credit like that it would be good I had a few guest spots and things like that and obviously people on the stairs so I ended up taking it so it shot in uh, right across from Magic Mountain off the five. Um, and there are we, still studios there, right? Yeah. That, what, yes. What's that area called? Why am I, I blanking on that? Area? Valencia, right? Valencia, yes. Valencia. Yeah, I studios, think right yeah. now, pretty much everything on Freeform, I think, shoots there now. Yes, I think they do, actually. So I do remember that. And then the two guys that got it with me was a guy, were this one guy, Peter and Steve. And, uh, Am I getting his name right now? I gotta look it up. Jeff, will you look up the sea monkeys and <laughs> it was Peter Vertovsky and I'm blanking on the Canadian guy. I know such a uh, good friend, but I'm on it. he, uh, so we got along really well. So Peter Potofsky and Rob big, LaBelle, which Rob LaBelle, I said, yeah. Steve, but Rob, I heard Rob, I heard Rob too. That's so yeah, funny. Fantastic. Yeah. Uh, so what was great. So he was like a thin Mo type like Mo, Larry, and Curly from the Three Stooges. Peter was a heavy guy that did just, he could do anything, such physical crazy. He could do the thing where you stand, kick his foot and do that full flip where you land on your back. Like he could do all this crazy physical, wacky kind of comedy, Curly comedy from Curly of the Three Stooges. And then I was supposed to be like a sweet Stan Laurel from Laurel and Hardy. So that was kind of the vibe of the three guys. Because are you but, not, Sean, typically a Mo type? No. No, I'm always like the sweet dumb. And that's what I was, the sweet innocent thing. Mm. So we went in there and the first thing they had to do, obviously before they started, was to give me a faceful face cast. Now I'm putting up a oh. picture. Um, and so what you Are you under do- that, Sean? Yes, I am. This is if you go on if you're li- if you're listening, you can go to YouTube and see this picture. I'm completely covered in plaster. Now this is way before they had lighter stuff. So do you guys uh, know when you're when your kids? I don't know if anybody else did this, but you know if you go to like Michaels or AC Moore, the stuff that you put your hand in, it's like a yeah, white cement like a, that completely covers it. Yeah. Um, or they do it. It legitimately looks like white cement, but all over his entire face. The only thing you could see was like a, a mouth little bit of his lips and, and nostrils. Holes. Yeah. And that is the only thing. And um, so this was back in the day when it was heavier too. So it felt like 20 pounds and you're in pitch darkness. And the more they layer it on there. Now this is to make a cast uh, of my face so they can make the prosthetics. Everything just gets more, uh, gets darker and more muffled. You can hardly hear anything. So I remember just having, so I said, crank up music. They cranked up music as loud as they could so I could hear it. And I was holding, so I just, this one assistant woman would, I just said, I need to hold someone's hand just to hold it. How just long? Just to feel like a sense. 
the, and then again, this is old. Like now they can take a distant on and off you in like 20 minutes. That was probably 45 minutes to an hour in that complete, and, and for someone who's claustrophobic. So of course my heart started going, but you know, I got through but it. You only had to do and that one time, Sean? I had to do that one time to do that, to get the cast, right? Um, so then they did the, you know, makeup for it. And it was these several foam pieces. And so we would shoot these episodes on this soundstage. And again, we're very big and very broad. This is in August in Valencia in like a warehouse. It's not like a nice studio. It's just like a warehouse. So it was really hot in there. So they were concerned for us and I will get into what they did next, but I want to show you how I was covered. So first piece, I would get this <laughs> big headpiece on. Now I have like little googly things on top. Like what is that made of, Sean? Thing. Is that rubber? It's like a foamy foam. Oh, thing. that's the foam. Okay. Yes, yeah, like a r rubber and foam. I would say. So this looks like a helmet. That was piece one, right? The, and he'd glue that on. Then he would glue on. This is my man Mark. Who I'll show you. He was wonderful. <laughs> glue on the face piece, which is cheeks, nose, mouth, and chin. That's the second piece. Again, if you can go to YouTube to see these, it's pretty incredible. So, wow. Okay, we're getting there. Then they have to do the third piece. Now this all took like a couple hours. And Sean, um, this is every day before you shoot? Every day. So I'd have to get there at like five in the morning, 5.30 in the morning. There were people on the cast who never ever knew what we looked like until the wrap party. Wow because they never saw us. So this is me getting that piece on. Okay, that, and then, so this is the whole thing kind of put together without being painted. So just to get to this step is like two hours in, Sean? It's probably, no, 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 no. The whole thing was probably two hours. Okay, so this is like an hour of putting this yeah. stuff. Yeah, and this is the, then now he has to paint all the seams and creases, right? Sean, so today would they just day. CGI this? No, I mean, I think they would do practical. It would be way too hard to see, and plus way too expensive. It's way mm. cheaper to do this. Um, and then he had to paint everything. And that's me getting my neck painted. And then I would have gloves for my hands, huge rubber gloves that went all the way up to past my elbow that, that made me look. So I look like an orange kind of cartoony sea creature uh, for people who are just listening. Sean, um, do you feel like it helped you get in character to have all that put on you? No. Really? I was just in hell. <laughs> I mean, it was, it was, it was once I got into it, once I would see myself in the mirror, like, I, I, I guess what I should clarify what you're saying, Jeff, if I could snap my fingers and it would be on, yes, mm -hmm. 100%. But that part, what I remember is getting there in the morning, it was cool. And I remember the first uh, brush of cold glue on my neck and my heart would just, <laughs> I would just be like, oh my God, cause I'm gonna be in the, because when you're anxious and we've talked about this, look, listen to my mental health episode about actors, but you ruminate on, oh God, this is gonna be on all day. This is gonna be on all day. Even if I wanted to take this off, I can't. I can't take it off all day. I have to eat with it, I, you know. Sean, and did so, the other two people feel the exact same way or because they, they yeah, have less we'll, anxiety? We'll get there. Mine okay. was manifested that way. 
then after this was all on, because it's so hot and because our skin doesn't have a way to breathe, right? Because we had boots, uh, we had boots, shoes, thing, glovey things on to make our feet look webbed. Is they had to do a thing called a cool suit. And that's what this is. So this is a cool vest, okay? This is a cool vest that wrapped around my waist and it had a hose and that hose would plug into a cooler that would pump cool water into your chest to cool down your core. So you would Are you getting out. wet or it's got fabric? No, between fabric, okay. yeah. But that's just a way to cool your core down. So we oh, actually um, that. They'll do that with injuries. They have like little braces that run cool water through for like ankles and stuff. Yeah, there it is right there. There's another picture of me with my thing, with my cool vest on. And then I would get the costume on. And this is all of us. Made up. And so crazy. so crazy, right? Oh, here yeah. we are again. Me, Peter, and Rob. Which one are you, Sean? The one in the back? Orange, yeah. They're all they're all kind of orange. Orange. <laughs> no, that's pink. They're pink and red. Yeah, and there's this is my aunt who came to visit, but there's I am there I am sitting there in my chair. So crazy. So crazy, guys. So then we would start to do the show and it was big and wacky and broad. Well, what would happen is if a take went too long we'd have to like tap out and run over to our coolers and plug in because, you know, it just got harder and harder. Then the hours would happen. So what happened to me was as it went on, the anxiety, so by the time I got home, so this is me taking it off, okay? So what would happen literally is they'd cut off the top and like wow. steam would come out of your, like just, it was like, of all this heat would come off the top of your head when they took off the top piece of my head. Then it took a long time to, uh, you know, slowly get the stuff to take off the makeup and that would take off all the pieces. They were just these alcohols to take it all off. And that took an hour and a half. And then this would be me at the end. Now you got to understand. So that was another at least hour to an hour and 15 minutes. Right. And then I was a half hour drive from home. Then I would just be so messed up. I, it, then I'd have to go to sleep because I knew I'd have to be up at five the next morning. And that cycle started to affect me. I couldn't sleep. It was what so, time were you getting home? I was probably getting home. I mean, this was summer and it was dark. So I would say at least between eight and nine. And I would only have like an hour or two before I could really sleep and do it all over again. And for how um, long was this? This was two months. Five um, days a week? Yeah. And it started to mess me up. I think I lost 15 pounds and I was thin in my 20s. So I was probably like 117 or something at some point. I was 5'8". Were and you Aquarius, Bill, or, or Dave? Aquarius. You were Aquarius, so you yeah. couldn't keep a secret. What's that? You couldn't keep a secret. Yes, that's right. I was like the goofy, innocent, you know, silly person. So um, crazy. Yeah, and, and, and I, I, we got to try to find a clip for next show. We just have to. Uh, but then, because uh, there's no way. We're not going to get through this. 
Um, but this is what started to happen to me. I couldn't sleep. And one day, Rob uh, did not get to his cool suit fast enough and just went and just hit the floor. And I just remember seeing him in his goofy costume with his goofy face being dragged under his armpits into the dressing room to try to get him out. And when they did, it was just like he would cry every time they took the head off because the rush of steam and heat was so crazy. He was sopping wet and he had passed out and he had to go home. And so one of the producers, one of the Kyoto brothers who was thin and kind of his size, he did it. Well, meanwhile, the makeup people and us were going, the conditions aren't good. We're in a warehouse. We're in simple chairs. Like we should get nicer chairs to recline in in the morning because it's hard enough. And, and so the producer then did this show for one episode where he didn't say anything, but he could, you know, hide behind the makeup a little bit. And believe me, after that day, he's like, they need better, you know, better amenities and things like that. Meanwhile, there's this one producer who was keeping the show going, who kept on coming in. I think it's that, I think that was Steven. He'd come in and go, all right, uh, we've got to make sure we got enough for the next few episodes. I'm heading to Vegas. And we never knew what that meant. Like we never knew it was like shady money or, you know, just like, well, we need to get, you know, we might lose a couple episodes. And the guys and I were kind of like, Ooh, maybe that's not a bad thing. Uh, And he goes, well, I'm going to go to Vegas and keep this thing going, you know? So it was just getting, it wasn't really that I didn't, the, the show was fun. It was fun to do. It was just so hot and so stressful that it was hard to eat, hard to sleep, and that just took its toll until finally I had to come in one day and go, I can't, I need a day. And there was this kind of spiritual woman who was there, uh, one of the costume ladies, and she laid me down and she kind of did this Reiki thing on me and like rubbed my stomach in a way that it calmed it down. And the producer came in and she goes, He's, he can't do this today you got to give him a day. And I went home and I slept and just relaxed for it. It was just too much. It was crazy. It was caught. And, but I came back and I listened to, I think I listened to like some, you can't afford the luxury of a negative thought. It's an old book. And I listened to that and I wrote a bunch of things down, just like I told you to read. Why am I lucky? I'm lucky because I have a series. I'm lucky that I get to work with you know, people I like. I got to work with uh, Gilbert Gottfried came and guested on our show because he was friends with Howie. And, and like, I, I, I just tried to stay on the positives and I actually made it through the rest of the show after that. So it wasn't like one of those things that I stopped for that day and thought, oh, I got to keep, keep going. And Sean, a couple of questions. Looking back at it, should you have taken the job? What's that? Should, looking back at it, should you have taken the job? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Because it was because okay. I call it and I have called it since the Vietnam of acting for me, because no matter how bad it got, I would do I was hanging from a wire with LL Cool J when there was no, you know, support underneath us. I was in the middle. I was pelted with huge chunks of ice, even one hitting me in the head and giving me the biggest lump and bloody lump in Twister. But every single time, any time that it would get rough in any shoot, I go, at least I'm not a sea monkey. (laughs) (laughs) I swear to God to this day, I always say if there's an acting job that's tough, I go, at least I'm not a sea monkey. 
There's nothing. So it's the hardest gig you've ever had. It's the hardest gig I ever had. <laughs> and then we will get into, you know, kind of what happened next. Uh, I, I think we have to go further because I know I can tell, Rox, that you have some questions. So do I. And, and I, but let, let's just put it this way. To add insult to injury, uh, it was on at 11 o'clock on Saturday mornings on CBS. So it would be always be preempted by college ball all the time. So no one saw it. No one saw it. So even if it blew up. So the hope was, like, I have very mixed feelings, though. Do I want it to go forward? Do I not want it to go forward? But the biggest thing was, if it went forward, that means it was a hit and there'd be better everything, right? Everything would be better. And we'd have more of a say on our hour. We, you know, everything would be better if they can afford right. a way to keep you from passing out. On so set. you were right. So you were torn. Like, do I want a second season? Do I not <laughs> want a second season? But it was, you know, that that was kind of part of it. So, um, and then at the end of it, uh, Ryan, can you let me know how much time we have left, please? You've been writing um, to the chat. chat. Is it? Oh, I can't see it. Sorry. Okay, thanks. Uh, The thing was for me that uh, I will leave this as a teaser for next week, but I will leave you with this. This literally almost ended my entire acting career because I thought if this is the way we were treated and you know, meanwhile, this guy's going to Vegas and they're they, they, like, they don't believe how stressed we are and how hard it is until they actually had to physically get in the suits. You know, uh, why did they believe us? You know, I mean, those kind of things. I got very cynical and and disheartened. And I will go into how I pulled out of that next week. But uh, believe me, there's I'm sure you guys have a ton of questions. Guys, if you're listening, please get your sea monkey questions lined up. And uh, Roxy and Jeff, if you have one quick one, we can grab one before we bow out. But Well, um, I, will, I will save my questions for next week, but I do want to give some shout outs to people in the chat. Jeff, you can ask your question. But to Larry Lease, who gave a super chat, he said, hey, guys, smash that like button. Appreciate it, Larry. So if you're watching this, don't forget to thumbs up, subscribe, all that stuff. Also, shout out to Glenn Caesar, Weston Ira, uh, and everybody who's joining us live. Shanika Tinsley. Um, we really appreciate you guys being here live with us every single Wednesday, 3 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on the pop uh, on AfterBuzz TV. Uh, appreciate it. And Jeff, uh, I guess uh, you get the the one sea monkey question of the. Uh, to end this with although god do i have so many Uh, i can let me know you can let me know structurally sean whether or not we want to cover this next week but how closely were you working with howie mandel yes yes uh he was you know busy and touring and he would do which um you guys know but in the entertainment world is called a wraparound so he would do an opening scene you know and then an end quick scene so he'd come in probably once every few weeks and shoot a bunch of wraparounds, quick beginning scenes, quick, quick end scenes. So we didn't see him that often. Okay. Um, so was but, he aware at all of what was going on with you guys? No, no. A good producer would never let him know all that stuff. I mean, he was an executive producer, but those guys just want to, you know, take the hit. 
You know what I mean? It's just, there's such a profound- You always protect yourself. You always protect yourself from your talent and stuff like that. A good producer wouldn't, you know, and we weren't going to go to Howie, but you know, it, it was, there, there's another Peter's breakdown we'll leave for next week when Peter- Oh my gosh. His, there's just his, such, um, I was just going to say such a profound irony. I'm sure most of your listeners know Howie Mandel's a notorious germaphobe. Yes. Yeah. So for him to create a show that demands people be glued into prosthetic rubber yeah, suits. Yeah, yeah. Like what would well, a I don't therapist know. say? I, I just don't know. Although that much... is pretty clean because nobody clean. can really touch you. That's true. You're protected. Yeah, you're protected. And you're wearing gloves. And <laughs> Maybe uh, you're right. It's the yeah. ultimate. It's his dream. But, but I, I, have to, I do have to do a little research to just see how much he was involved in it. I think. How I, he was jealous. He wanted he, to be a sea monkey himself. Well, the Kyoto brothers were, like I said, if you guys know Killer Clowns from Outer Space, it's a huge cult yeah. cult yeah. classic. And that kind of goofy makeup was the... And they're great guys. And, and there's people who just want to see this thing again. Um, we were, we, I actually ran into them at a, a convention and I said, God, it would be so great. It would be so great to... to what? to get some DVDs out and do interviews of all of us and just do oh, this I thought weird... you were going to say for a sequel. No, 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 no. Reboot. To do. Yeah. I mean, it was just, it was just a crazy, it was crazy, but you know, you do because it, you're, it's so psychological, right? You finally get, you know, all I was saying is on my goals, you know, my little goal sheet, series, regular series, regular, and then you get it right. And then you're tested like this. So I was Plus, my, like I said, my uh, future father-in-law is dying. I'm trying to plan a wedding. I'm trying to make it through this, you know, but I grateful for the money. It's, it's interesting, Sean, because we have a, as humans, you block out trauma. And I remember when we started acting class weekly, uh, you said to Jeff and I, I have never been a series regular. That is something oh, that right. you said out loud. I have never been a series regular. I would right. like to, you know, because I think, uh, I don't know if we were in pilot season or what, but you were like, I really would like to book something, a series regular. I've never been a series regular. Right. And that's why when we found out about this, Jeff and I both said, so you you have been a series regular. And you were like, right. I guess so. And you yeah. didn't even check the box in your head, even though that's absolutely mm-hmm. what it is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. But I... And I actually, yeah, uh, it's because it was something I just don't think about that. It is true. I really don't think about it. But like I said, uh, I will tell you the deep therapy I went through afterward and how I came out the other end. But I did mention it actually on our on our mental health show. But why, why I stayed into acting that, you know, had n- nothing to do with acting. But we'll get into that and all your questions. I'll, I'll try to find out how much Howie had to do with it um, in general. And then um, I will tell you about him. Peter's breakdown. Well, he's on TikTok, so I'm thinking of doing like a duet with him. Uh, that would be and amazing. just showing a picture of me and going, remember me? <laughs> we need that. Uh, Must yeah, be it'd be really fun. So there's a lot more weirdness to come, but... Uh, yeah, stay tuned for part two of the amazing live sea monkey stories. Uh, where can we find you, uh, Miss Phenomenal? Everywhere at Roxy Stryer. Mr. Fantabulous. Go to my Instagram. That's Jeffrey Crane Graham. And you can always find me everywhere at Sean Whalen Actor, except on TikTok. It's at Sean Whalen 19. And I'll be doing my live 
QuarinCon on Friday, and uh, it'll be great. Plus, I am, by the way, I did want to say this. Um, we do have um, a email, actingclassweekly at gmail.com. Uh, I am taking new students. I do have to interview you, and I am telling you I really prefer students who have had some training, at least six months training at this point, and then I can take you to a further. I'd like to work to coach people that have had some training and need to kind of bring it together versus starting from scratch. That's a little harder to do online. Um, so you can find me, like I said, at Sean Whalen Actor or at Sean Whalen 19 on TikTok. And as always, thank you for letting me be part of your journey. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.